If you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. It's a real delight to touch base with you again. I know that there have been many deliberations, conversations and observations that have been made uh, around tax benefits and some of the legislative changes that are happening in our framework. But I guess before we get there, it's imperative for us to understand the interlink between creating, growing and preserving your wealth, as well as the tax implications uh, that would typically cover, uh, follow. Help us understand what it is that we need to consider uh, when it comes to tax implications of one's financial plan. 100% So anyone who has taken the time to develop a financial plan for themselves will be well aware that there are a number of aspects to consider when working towards formulating a really healthy financial plan. The tax efficiency is one of the most important aspects to consider when looking to get the most out of your hard-earned savings, which allows you to better cater for the future needs of both yourself and your family. So the tax year comes to a close in February each year, as you mentioned, and this really is an ideal time to step back and take stock of your financial affairs to assist you in taking full advantage of any remaining tax benefits that may still be available to you. So first of all, I would encourage all taxpayers to ensure that their tax affairs are in order by revisiting some of the tax implications of their investment decisions over the past year, mm-hmm. as well as to maximize the tax benefits associated with products such as retirement funds and tax-free investments. It is also really important to note that these are annual tax benefits, which means that you lose the benefits if you don't utilize it before the end of the tax year. So if you are in the fortunate position that you had some cash to spare at the time of year, it is certainly worthwhile to consider whether these products could add positively to your financial portfolio and to take advantage of the tax benefits that they offer before the tax year comes to a close. As you mentioned, we have one extra day today. Sorry, one extra day this year, which is great. Yes. <laughs> Definitely helps. Just in case we miss the deadline, then we have another 24 hours to go. But as you mentioned, tax benefits and tax incentives do exist uh, in a myriad of, uh, I guess, uh, financial tools that we can use in order to build our wealth. Talk us through these, specifically when it comes to a retirement uh, annuity uh, versus a tax-free investment product. Certainly. So this is a question we get quite a lot, just in terms of the benefits of both of these products. So the benefits of using a retirement annuity um, include the fact that you do get tax benefits immediately. So contributions to retirement annuities are tax deductible in the tax year that they are made. So the deduction that government offers is quite generous, but it is subject to certain parameters. So at the moment, deductible contributions are capped at a maximum of 27.5% of the greater of your taxable income or remuneration with an annual ceiling of 350,000 rand. Another really great benefit is that you pay no tax on the interest, dividends or capital gains earned while you are invested in this product. And lastly, your RA investment does not form part of your estate when you pass away. This is provided that none of your excess contributions are utilized to by your beneficiaries to reduce the tax payable on a cash lump sum taken by them. So moving on to the tax-free investment product, you also do not pay tax on interest, dividends, or capital gains whilst you are invested in this product, and they are certainly not as restrictive as a retirement product, given that you can access your investments at any point in time. So an important difference to note between these two is that the contributions to a tax-free investment are not tax-deductible in the same manner that contributions to a retirement product would be as you contribute with your after-tax income. So tax-free investments also do form part of your estate for estate duty purposes. Mm. When you look at both of these products, a lot of people ask us, which is the best investment choice? So one of the most important things to be aware of when you're building a financial plan that makes sense for you, and I say for you because everyone is an individual, is that retirement funds and tax-free investments are built to fulfill very different objectives. And therefore, it may may not be a case of you choosing either or, but rather to consider using both of these vehicles to cater for different needs. 
So because tax-free investments go free of capital gains tax, they're an excellent option for investing for the long term, or for example, saving on behalf of your children, or as a way to save for the education. But in order to get the most benefit from this product, you really have to be disciplined and resist the temptation of withdrawing from the account, because you mm-hmm. can access those funds at any time. So from a retirement savings perspective, in most cases, retirement funds do offer the best tax deal. But as I mentioned, you'll have to be able to live with the legal restrictions that are imposed on withdrawal. Mm. I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, that the, the discipline that's required, especially when it comes to mm. withdrawals. And, and maybe this also speaks to understanding and underscoring the benefits perhaps of over-contributing and excess contributions, so especially when it comes to retirement savings. Is there a benefit to that at all? Most certainly. So there are implications of contributing more than the annual limitation for both a retirement annuity and for a tax-free investment. So if you contribute in excess of the 27.5% of your taxable income or remuneration to your retirement annuity, those excess or non-deductible contributions are not lost, as they may be carried forward to the following tax years. So from a tax perspective, there really is no such thing as over-contributing or contributing too much to your retirement fund, since you either get the tax benefit in the same tax year that you contribute or in a in the following tax year or multiple tax years to come. In the case of a TFI, the, the results of over-contributing are slightly less appealing, however, as if you contribute over the 36,000 rand annual limit, you will pay a tax penalty of 40% on any amount over-contributed above that limit. Interesting. And I think this is really important because it does seem as though we need to uh, uh, be mindful of the practicalities of making sure that we get our tax affairs in order. And it can be overwhelming, Megan. It can be anxiety inducing. (laughs) Nobody wants calls and texts from SARS. But help us understand how we can actually ensure that our tax affairs are in order. No problem. So I have three like useful tips for, for taxpayers. So the first and perhaps the easiest thing to do is to ensure that your tax affairs are in order by checking that you are in good standing with SARS. So you can do this by logging into your e-filing profile and just check that you do not have any outstanding tax returns. So this is really important as SARS can actually charge monthly administrative penalties mm. for each tax return that remains outstanding from the t- 2007 year to date. So that's a couple of years that you might have not or have outstanding tax returns, which they can penalize you for. These administrative penalties can also be collected by SARS from appointed third parties, such as your employer or your investment manager, and really are just an unnecessary burden to to face if you can avoid them. Secondly, make sure that you update your tax details of all of your service providers. So this includes double-checking that your income tax number and your country of residence for tax is correct, as this has a direct impact on the interest and dividend withholding taxes charged to your investment account. It also ensures that the data that these institutions submit to SARS annually is accurate and complete, which will ensure greater accuracy of the information that you may find pre-populated in your income tax return come filing season in July. Finally, it's really important to monitor your your annual capital gains tax exclusion. So as an individual taxpayer, you are entitled to an annual exclusion of 40,000 rand on any capital gains you may have realized during the tax year. So the purpose of this annual exclusion is really to reduce compliance costs and simplify tax administration by keeping really small gains and losses outside of the tax system. So if you plan to withdraw from a long-term investment, it's useful to be aware of your aggregate capital gain or loss amount for the period and also to remember your reporting obligations as you're required to file a tax return for the year if you have capital gains or losses in excess of the 40,000 rand annual exclusion. 
Sure. And that's really important because I do think that this does play a role in terms of our financial wellness and financial uh, progress uh, overall. And this also brings us to, you know, we've spoken about uh, the opportunities that do need to exist, how best we uh, explore them. And I'm assuming, number one, we need to be very mindful of the cutoff dates and deadlines, especially when it comes to these contributions. And also bearing in mind, February also comes with the budget speech, right? And uh, typically this is where we get anxious about any proposed uh, changes to the tax bill. So I guess first things first, maybe let's talk about some of those changes that we should anticipate in the budget speech this year. And of course, deadlines that we need to be mindful of adhering to in order to reap the full benefits. Certainly, Gugu. So that's definitely the million-dollar question in terms of what we may expect to see out of the 2024 budget speech. But unfortunately, this is one we cannot answer with absolute certainty. So South Africa is already contending with multiple strains on their finances, which includes high inflation, increased electricity and food costs, and really high interest rates. Not to mention yet another increase in the price of fuel coming tomorrow, I was shocked to see. So all of these factors should stop governments from increasing personal income tax rates. But in the face of a large budget deficit and high levels of government spending, the Minister of Finance really has a balancing act ahead of him to try and get the country's finances out of, under control. So I think that there is little chance of that increase or an increase in corporate tax rates, but we will certainly be waiting with bated breath to see the key proposals to be made by the Minister on the 21st of February 2024, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. In terms of the capital state for making contributions before the end of the tax year, for Alan Gray clients, or those looking to invest with Alan Gray before the tax year comes to a close, there are different capital states depending on the product you're contributing to, as well as the payment method that you might be using. So, for example, if you're EFTing the funds to Alan Gray, or if you're going to ask Alan Gray to collect the funds from your bank account. I would suggest that if you are looking to top up your investment account before the end of the tax year, that you ensure that you get both your instructions and your payments to Alan Gray while in advance of the 29th of February. It's also important just to take note of your bank's payment timelines, as payments may take a day or two to reflect in our bank account. 100%. 100%. So glad that you've given us such clarity and context there, uh, Megan. Really appreciate it as well as the time that you've uh, given us on the show. Uh, all the best going forward and uh, I guess let's all make use of this deadline actively uh, and get our tax affairs in order. Thank you so much for your time this evening, Megan. No problem, Thank you so much for having me. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.